Hey there, Big Brother fans. I want to talk about what a lot of fans are talking about. There is so much online. Every season, people think that production is interfering to advance the game of one or more players. But this season, people are talking about two players that they think the game is being rigged in favor of. And so I just want to talk about that. It's what's going on with Jared Fields and his mother, Sari Fields, in BB25. As you know, Jared was recently voted out of the BB25 house and his eviction, I just have to suspect, means that ratings could go down because let's face it, polarizing house guests gets huge rating numbers. But then there was this twist. So Jared, of course, has the chance now to get back in through this battle back type competition against Cameron Harden. So some fans are chatting about how this battle back could have been a setup by the show to try and keep Jared in the game. Some people on Twitter are outright saying, and this is a quote, BB25 is rigged for Jared and Sari. The theories are based around the idea that since Big Brother brought in a survivor legend and her son, that they want one of them to win. So here's something to chew on. Just from the past, most battlebacks on Big Brother have at least five players competing. Season 19 would have had six, except that Megan Louder walked away instead of facing eviction. So with only two players in this season's re-entry competition, that gives Jared a 50-50 shot to get back in the house. That's not bad odds at all, considering the odds that previous players have faced. If there were more evictees in the mix, Jared's chance to get back in would have been a lot less. So just for instance, doing the math, literally doing the math, if there were five players playing to get back in, Jared would have a 20% chance of staying in the game, not 50. So some fans think CBS may have originally planned to have up to six, five or six in the battle back like usual, but then... You know, once Jared got evicted, they decided to go ahead and play it. Makes you wonder. I mean, we never know what production is really doing, but I think we all know by now they do do things. So since Cameron won the right to decide if he would play or not play in the re-entry comp. So basically, as my understanding is, if he plays and wins, he gets back in the house. Jared doesn't. If he plays and loses... He doesn't get back in. Jared gets in. That's my understanding of the situation. So Cameron decided he is going to play, and if he wins, he stays. And then if he doesn't, Jared could stay in the house. And Jared told the other house guests that production told him that the comp Cameron was going to be given would be extremely hard. This leaves fans wondering why, first of all, production would give Jared a, he- Jared a heads up about the competition. And then they're also wondering if Cameron is getting a harder puzzle to solve than they would have given to Jared. One fan wrote on Twitter, good luck with the 50 piece puzzle in 30 seconds, Cameron. If Jared was competing, he would have had a three piece puzzle and five minutes to do it. Even though Jared clearly has still has a 50-50 chance of staying in the game, even though Cam had won all the other like sub competitions, 
you know, Jared is sulking. He's been crying in his bed. His mother, Sari, has been trying to give him these pep talks. Blue has been too. But Jared says he doesn't want to talk to anyone. And he told Blue that the people in the house are people he doesn't want to hang out with. So, you know, on paper, when this first started, Jared and his mom, Sari, were an extremely strong team coming into this. Jared is young. He's fit. He's certainly capable of winning comps. And Sari... Man, she has gameplay skills that can run circles around the other house guests. Plus, Jared had the ear of certain house guests. Sari had the ear of other house guests. So they kind of had a lot of irons in the fire between them. Historically, parent-child duos have done well. You might remember a father and daughter who came in first and second on their season. So if you miss Sari playing the reality show Traders, they did a UK version that was great and then a US version, and she was on the US version. It's totally worth watching. If you want to watch Traders, just by the way, it is on Peacock streaming for free. If you have that service, if you have any cable or satellite subscription, you can log into Basic Peacock for free. So in that game, Sari used her years of survival social skills to demolish all the other players. She walked away with the entire pot of money in a game that was basically designed for more than one person to win, and they split the money. She walked out with all of it in her pocket because because she is so good at what she does. But on Big Brother, what we've seen is Sari is having to spend all her time and her social capital cleaning up Jared's messes. He keeps talking to people he shouldn't. He keeps revealing things he shouldn't. And then he actually lies to his mom about some of the stuff that he's revealed. So she is kind of in the dark while she's trying to clean up behind him. Clearly she loves him, but she has to be getting frustrated at this point because it's like he's just confronting people needlessly. He's just making enemies where he need not do it. But we have to ask, was this zombie reentry twist played at the time that it was designed to keep Jared in the game? Some fans don't think so at all, and they think that the battle back was designed to compensate for the loss of Luke Valentine, who was expelled for using a racial slur. The bottom line is with the game down one player, that's one less week of eviction ceremony. So Big Brother needed to bring back an evicted player, but they usually kind of don't do it this early on. It's usually kind of later in the game. And don't forget, Big Brother already made up for Luke Valentine's loss by implementing the power of invincibility. Uh, that Matt Klotz won that comp. And so when Jag was evicted, he never even left the house. There are a lot of other times in the history of Big Brother that viewers wondered if production was helping players. I wondered it too. I mean, there's definitely times when I've been like, whoa, hang on. So one thing that should be mentioned is that many live feed viewers think the wall comp was rigged to help Jared win. When I saw people talking about that, I was like, how would you even rig the wall comp? Like, I was so skeptical. It just seems so dubious. But then I was reading what live feed watchers were saying, and I'm a live feed watcher, but I don't watch all the time. Some people, I think, watch all the time. And so they were saying Jared was getting less slime and water sprayed on him than the other house guest. So if you watch the live feeds, you will see 
Miko, Mimi, is down on the far left side of the wall, and Jared was down at the farthest, most right spot on the wall. So you can definitely see that looking, the way that they had the slime spewer aimed and the water spigots aimed, that the players on each of the two ends, left and right, actually got a lot less abuse from water and slime. And if you look at screenshots from the comp, like Matt was kind of in the middle area, he was completely soaked in that slippery slime. And at the same time, you can look back and see that Jared's, his right side, like the right one third of his body head to toe was slimed, but then like the left wasn't slimed as much. And the same thing for Mecole down on the other side, like her left side took a little bit, but her right side didn't just because they didn't seem to have everything aimed equitably, just in general, like maybe it was just a poorly set up rig. So this is important because past house guests have said that when they spray that slime on you, it's greasy like motor oil, and it makes you have to grip harder, and then when your grip strength is exhausted on top of the slippery stuff, you just go down. And if both your hands are saturated in the slime, then you've got almost no grip. So while somebody like Matt and the other people in the middle had both hands covered in slime, Jared had only his right hand completely covered. His left hand was pretty free of it. And the same thing for Mecole with her left hand being slimy and her right hand not so much. So for me, I just think this was a designed flaw where they didn't have the sprayer set to completely coat every single player and your placement is supposed to be based on random draw. And I will also say this wall comp seemed to have a lot more slime and water than any other wall comp that I can remember. That also explains why it was the shortest wall comp in Big Brother history. It lasted 45 minutes. You compare like three hours and 15 minutes in season 14, we have seen stuff where people just clung to that wall and it just went on and on and on. But it's not just the fans that think the wall comp was skewed. In fact, some of the house guests think that the comp was set up unfairly. Here's a video clip in just one second of Corey telling America Lopez that he thinks the wall comp was rigged for Jared to win. Watch this. That wall was shit. They designed the only kind of wall that Jared could win. I'm pissed. Also, the spot he was in got no all right now let's let's look at some of the past seasons of big brother where fans also wondered if production was trying to keep certain players in the game there are many instances over you know the 25 past seasons but two of them really stand out in my recollection First, do you remember Caitlin Herman from season 20 she was tv ratings gold she was a reason a lot of people were watching when they might have gotten bored watching the live feeds. And so her eviction would have hurt ratings. So then she was evicted and they gave her this chance to get back into the game. It was a pretty simple puzzle to solve with a lot of time on the clock, which was essentially a lifeline to stay in. Honestly, it was probably one of the easiest comps I have ever seen on any reality show, not just Big Brother, but any reality show across the board. She had this simple five-piece puzzle. It was kind of almost life-size, but not quite this puzzle of herself. 
It only had five pieces. And when she first walked out, it was put together. She got to see what it looked like, and then she had to take it apart, and then she had to reassemble it. This was literal child's play. Five-piece puzzles are what they hand out in preschool. But guess what? Nerves, I guess, got the better of her, and she didn't manage to do it, even with a bunch of time, seeing what it looked like, all the odds in her favor, she couldn't do it. Then on season 19, remember Paul Abrahamian was back, and he was a face already known to Big Brother fans, and he got to come back and play another season. From the get-go, Paul got these nice perks to help him stay in the game longer. They were clear advantages. So there was this early voting round where America got to vote to give a player an advantage. So when the first show aired, there were 17 players, including Paul. And like in all the other viewer votes that come out on week one, a recognizable face, somebody that's reality show famous, you know, whatever, the the brand name face they know always wins over 16 other people. That's 100% of the time whenever they've done something early on like this. His reality TV fame on BB gave him this sweet advantage called the Pendant of Protection. That gave him immunity for way, way too many weeks. People were all just in an uproar about it. So things like this make some fans scratch their heads and wonder if production is tipping the scales to favor certain players. It definitely adds spice to online fan debates, especially with what's unfolding in this season. And, you know, I will say that when I saw Sari was playing, I was like, oh, cool, because she's just... I loved watching her on Survivor. I really loved watching her on Traders. So she is a brand name. And then them bringing in her son, Jared, was definitely a twist. And, you know, I obviously they brought her on for a reason. They want her to stick around for ratings reasons. And so I, I understand that. I do understand why they want to keep people on, especially when they go to efforts. I'm betting that they had to probably pay her more money to get her on there. So they want to get their money's worth. So it's kind of interesting. And you have to remember Big Brother, while it seems like a reality competition show, first and foremost, it is an entertainment show. The show is for entertainment purposes, and it is a cash prize competition second. When the players sign their contracts, it specifically says the game is designed for entertainment. So that gives production leeway to interfere, to do whatever they want, and a player can't sue because they think there was an unfair advantage given because they're told this is for entertainment purposes only. So if the house stacks the odds against you, that's in your contract and you just have to suck it up, buttercup. One fan even wrote a doctoral thesis on it and they mentioned it. And I actually reached out to them because I want to read their thesis. I'm completely fascinated by this. So believe it or not, also, there's one last thing I want to talk about. There is a conspiracy theory drifting around that asserts that blue was pushed off the wall by a hand or an object or something from behind the screen where she stood. You know, that wall is not like a solid wall. You can tell that they've got like this piece of screen printed fabric on it that had the brick background and then it had these like louvered windows behind each person. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm certain that production could do something like, what is the show with the big balls? Um, 
wipeout where, you know, they have stuff coming out of walls that like knocks people out of walls. I am fairly certain that the technology exists where if they wanted to give somebody that was hanging on by a thread a nudge, they could do it. So I did go back and rewatch because of this wild theory. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it at all. Other people swear they did. So in the end, we are past day 50 of a 100-day competition show. More than halfway through the show, we've only had two real evictions. That has to be a record, right? I don't know off the top of my head, but it seems like it has to be halfway through two actual evictions, two people sent home. That's it. So what do you think? Is Big Brother trying to keep another famous face in the game and her kid? by whatever means necessary to keep ratings rolling in? Or is this just luck of the draw and stuff they already planned and it just happened to roll around giving Jared 50-50 odds to get back in the house, which is pretty good based on history. Drop your comments below. We are excited to read them. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Come back for more on Big Brother. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Follow us wherever you get your podcast because you don't want to miss the next episode. Soap Dirt is on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. <laughs>